my first 5k I'd done it in 35 minutes three weeks later I've done it in 29 minutes wow. on my 29th minute one I cried <laughs> because it was such an achievement yeah. the next day I'd done 10k never in my life would I ever do that the next day and after doing 5k next day, next day after the 5k I've done 10k I just pushed myself and it just went I had people like helping me like with words and stuff like do you can do this do that do that and I've done the 10k and I was like wow and, and it was two milestones in my life that I've always wanted and I was upset and anyone who says that have had this journey that they've never cried at certain points I would call them a liar because I've cried a few times getting awards getting milestones getting non-scale victories as we call them. Yeah, it's been a few times where I've cried. Support for Slimming Stories is brought to you by Kim, the colouring book coach. Did you know that you can heal your heart and more through colouring and the other fun services Kim offers as a Reiki healer and intuitive? Visit thecolouringbookcoach.com now for your free colouring book and save 15% off any service when you use the code SLIMMINGSTORIES15 in the booking notes when you make your appointment at thecolouringbookcoach.com. That's Slimming Stories 15 in the booking notes. Welcome back to another episode of Slimming Stories. I'm your host, Claire Oldham West. Welcome to episode 40. How did that happen? How did that happen? That's gone so quick. Episode 40 is part two of Sean Kay's Slimming Story. As you've heard at the, the actual start of this, this podcast episode, he decided to start running a 5k after having some success with his weight loss and then the day after run a 10k and I think that is kind of the theme in the second part of his slimming journey just determination challenging his mindset and, and pushing through and being honest really when he's had a rough day when he's had a rough time and not I guess ignoring that just just feeling those emotions and get going with it but just not giving up it's a great inspiration and I know that you're going to love the second part of this story. So go ahead and show him some love on Instagram. So I've got more ideas, more insights from Sean today. So take a listen to part two of Sean Kay's Slimming Story. So from rejoining back in July 2018, how long did it take you to, to lose your, your weight? The first week I went back, I'd lost 17 pounds. 17 pounds in a uh, week? Yeah. In a week? Yeah. What did you eat? <laughs> 17 pounds I in a week. Stuck, I stuck to this. What I'd done is I stuck to their special plan, which they call SP. It's right. uh, the extra easy plan. It's in the books. They use it, but it's, it's where you cut. The, it's not cut, cutting carbs, but you're reducing the carbs and like you take out your couscous, all the free, like the speed and the protein side of it. Yeah. That's all you'd eat. And it works. If you need to boost your weight loss, it works. Wow. So I knew what I knew what the what what the good what the goodness it can bring. Yeah. So I just kept doing it. And I just kept doing it. And um, by Christmas I'd lost nine stone. So from July twenty eighteen you'd lost nine stone by nine December. Nine stone by Christmas. By Christmas. Nine stone in six months. December the eighteenth, I got awarded my, my nine stone award. I oh, wanted eight stone. And I'd hit that by the end of November and I want, I want another stone and I went for it. Fantastic. What a brilliant gift to give yourself at Christmas time. Nine stone weight exactly. loss. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Wow. 
And, and did you feel in that moment that whatever had happened in the past was in the gone. past and you was in that, that Literally, moment? the first the first week, the first couple of weeks, I'd forgotten about the whole lot. Yeah. Oh, I'm still there, but I used that motivation to not go back because mm. I knew what I felt like. Gosh. So it drove me even more. I was in the gym like three, four hours a day. Really? Yeah, I'm a very... I'm very active in the gym. Like I could go for walks three, four hours a day. Easy. I go on a ten to twelve k walk a day, even sometimes now. And how was you with your your fitness before that? Was that something that you used to do? Or was that something that you've discovered since losing the weight? I was always going to the gym at a young age. You know, it's like go gym, get big, and all this and all that. But I was never one for cardio. I couldn't do it to save my life. No. <laughs> the only running I did was running a bath. Right. <laughs> Let's just say that um, I hated it. I hated doing anything cardio-wise. I was like, I am on the weights. Just get big. Don't worry about it. Just get big. It'll hide yeah. your weight. Um, then on my first journey, I was always work, walking at work. I was a patrolman, so I could walk easily 10k a day right. um, on the good days, but I, I was in pain. Mm. Um, and I'd, I'd stop off a lot. I'd even stop off at the calf for a break, <laughs> to be fair. Yeah, yeah. That's how bad it got. Um, and then I would, my first journey, I found the gym as somewhere I could lose myself. Whatever was going on in my life, it'd be forgotten in the gym because the gym for me was my escape. Yeah. Everyone has their escape. It was the gym for me. And I could just lose myself in the gym for two, three hours at a time and just keep going. And I think that's what focused me more, to be fair, and kept me on the right path on the first time. But I was still going the second time, so my, my stamina was still there. I couldn't do 10 minutes on a treadmill. I couldn't do 10 minutes on a cross trainer when I first started. Mm. On the stepper machine, I couldn't do 10 minutes. I can do two hours on each stroke now. Wow. I'm that that diff, that my fitness levels have gone up so much and during lockdown I challenged myself to run five 5k runs 10k runs the first time I did it my first 5k I'd done it in 35 minutes three weeks later I've done it in 29 minutes wow on my 29th minute one I cried oh. because it was such an achievement yeah the next day I'd done a 10k Never in my life would I ever do that. The next day and after doing a 5K? Next day, next day after the 5K, I'd done the 10K. I just pushed myself and it just went. I had people like helping me like with words and stuff like, do you can do this, do that, do that. And I'd done the 10K. Brilliant. And I was like, wow. And, and it was two milestones in my life that I've always wanted. And anyone, I was upset. And anyone who says that have had this journey that they've never cried at certain points, I will call them a liar because mm. I've cried a few times. Getting awards, hitting milestones, hitting non-scale victories as we call them. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's been a few times where I've cried. Oh. And why not? And it's a, it's a great release, isn't it, to be in touch with your emotions mm -hmm. to be able to do that. So if you just want to talk me through the non-scale victories and what they meant to you. Yeah, the non-scale victories for me was getting into a certain gene size. Right. Where I was always been 
56-inch waist, 40-inch waist when I was younger, 50, and I ballooned up to the 50 inch. I always thought I wanted to get into 36-inch jeans, and I did last year. Wow. And it felt amazing just to go into a normal shop, pick up a pair of jeans, try them on, and then fit. Mm. I've never really been, do- I've never been able to do that. No. I've always had to shop on the specialist sites, the specialist shops that are few and far between. A pair of jeans would cost me 40, 50 quid for one pair, and I'd have to wear them and wear them and wear them until basically the, they, were, they were threadbare. Yeah. Other non-scale victories are running the 5K, the 10K. The biggest one, the biggest one ever, and it was my main motivation and my main focus, and... <laughs> I still well up now just thinking about it. I always said that I'd take my daughter back to Disneyland Paris. Mm. Um, I bought her it the Christmas before. So yeah, Christmas 2018. And I promised her that we'd go. And I wanted to do it Christmas time last year. So I booked it for November, end of November, when the Christmas stuff just come out. And we went. And the biggest one for me was getting back on that ride that I um, was thrown off in 2016. Yeah. And it was just me and her. And she she sat there and she cried her eyes out. And so did I. And she actually said to me, she went, Daddy, this is the ride that you got thrown off on, wasn't it? And I said, yeah. She knew. And I told her everything. And it was such a, getting in that queue, everything come back to me. Mm. The shame, the everything, the just, just, just everything. How all the bad thoughts you could think about yourself, that you didn't want to live and all things like that. It's saying a life worth living, come back to me. And I was shaking in the queue. Mm. I was absolutely nervous as anything. All the anxiety would come out of me again, the insecurities. I'm not good enough. It will come out again. And I got on the ride and even when the bar went down and the green light come up, it didn't feel real. It didn't feel, it just, it's not me. My brain hadn't caught up mm. that I'd lost all this weight. And I, by that time I had lost 11 and a half stone. Wow. Um, and that was the biggest, when I say people had their moment and their motivation, that was my motivation. Mm. And it still is now. It still is now. That is a great story and such a happy ending. And I do, you know, I thank you so much for sharing that and for being vulnerable. And I feel that I'm on repeat with this, but this is like the golden ticket for me. In these moments when people offer their vulnerability and share the bits in between the before and the after photo, is what makes a fantastic slimming story. Like you said, you know, you stood in that queue and everything came back, the emotions came Mm. back and all Mm. the negative feelings about yourself. But then you was there and you was on the ride and you you did it. You you made that successful change in your life. And, you know, you can always look back on that and reflect that even when things are really, really difficult, whatever's going off in, in your life or in your mind, you know, you challenged it and you came out the other end as a success. Yeah, it's true. And yeah, even now, like, because I've, I've put on 
from my lowest from then I've put on a stone. So I'm still use that as my motivation. No, I've done it. I still use it as my motivation. Mm. Even though you've done it, you can still use it. Yes. And it's just things like that of maintaining that life. And I want to be around for my daughter's wedding. She's only nine at the moment. Yeah. She's been a long time. Um, but I want to be around for her wedding. Yes. And I want to, I don't want to be the, what society says, the, the big dad, the fat dad, they say. Mm. I don't want to be that person. I was that person. I don't want to be that person no more. That yeah. I want to be go be able to go to the suit fittings and things like that. And oh, I didn't do it myself when I was getting married. Um, I'm now divorced. But um, but I want to be involved in her wedding more. Yeah. I want to be there to give her away. Absolutely. And for her to stand proud next to me, all dolled up in a nice suit that she picked out and be involved in it. Definitely. And that's my long that's my long term goal, and that's what's keeping me level pegging. You've made such a significant shift with your mindset mm. to the mindset's change to, to what's happened. And I know recently this week, I I have struggled. I have struggled this week, and I've seen other people that quite high profile have also really struggled this week. And I think if we could bottle that momentum. And sell it would all be you know, we'd all be millionaires how do we break the cycle of yo-yo dieting how do we focus on our momentum going forward it's hard to break the cycle it's very hard to break any cycle um you can't punish yourself i'd say do not punish yourself for what's happened hmm. everyone falls off the bandwagon at times i even do myself it happens just get back on it and straight on i even tell members now split your day up into three segments four hours morning say eight till two eight till twelve twelve till four four eight that's the that's the typical cycle of a day mm. if you've eaten bad say eight till twelve in the morning that's that little segment gone don't worry about it get straight back on it at 12 o'clock Right. And what I tell them to do is colour code it. So the bad segments, colour red. The good segments, colour green. Try and get as many greens as possible. Right. That's what I tell people to do. So literally, down a list, Monday, Sunday to, or everyone's at Monday to Sunday, three columns, and each four hours, colour code it. Don't worry, the day's not done. The day's not right. finished. Get straight back on it now. Don't wait till tomorrow. You'll be keep going. You'll be keep going. Oh, yes, it was wasted. One hour turns into two hours. Two hours turns into a day. A mm. day turns into a week. A week turns into a month. Don't yeah. let that happen. Stop it now. Because like almost we can't forgive ourselves. Um, and like you said, the day, if you, if you split the day up like you've just explained, it's almost like, right, okay, so you have a bad morning. So, and then you were beating yourself up at lunchtime, thinking, you know, you stood in front of the counter, I don't know, the bakery or in the supermarket, thinking, what should I get? Well, I may as well have that because I was such a bad morning. It doesn't matter if yeah. I have a, a bad afternoon because I've had such, and then you, you know, you return home from work, maybe you've had a hard day or you're tired. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the first and thing you, you do when you're tired it. is you reach for sugary things, don't you? So I'll have that, but I'll start tomorrow because this has happened today. I love the fact that you've said, you know, spit it up and, cut it into segments and, and colour code it that's a brilliant piece of advice and I'm going to take that on board <laughs> definitely I'm and going to it, take it, that to be one fair, if you think you've had a bad week it's quick and easy to look at and go well it's more green than red so you've not had a bad week we're all human 
we all make mistakes it happens absolutely definitely we're all human do not beat yourself up and it's it's been refreshing talking to a guy about confidence and now you've mentioned you know when you felt really horrid in your clothes and in the summertime and then looking forward to going to the shops and it's something I don't know I feel a lot of pressure as a woman um the, the way that I look and I know I can look a certain way um because I've been a size 12 before compared to now when I'm a size 18 and I feel that the pressure of, as a woman but I've never really put myself into the shoes of a guy until I've started doing this podcast and then mm. When I do the interviews, they'll explain about the oversized clothes and the jeans. So it's really nice that you've been able to share that story. So with your confidence now, do you feel that you've got no issue with your confidence, with your body? Do you, do you feel like you've accepted your new shape? No, because my mind hasn't caught up yet. It's starting to. Don't get me wrong. It's starting to catch up. But there's times where I think I'm that 28 stone person. Um, at my height last September, um, I had hit my 11 hour stone award and I was buzzing. Not so much confidence wise, but I'm talking about the way I looked, the way I felt. I just felt really good at myself. And it's just not about my mindset. I was unstoppable last mm -hmm. September. I'd met up with a few people from the Instagram society and Slimming World. We all met up and we were sharing stories. And then I went on a lad's holiday uh, to Marbella and just going to go to the outlet store to get the, the name brand stuff to go away with. I could never do that. Mm. Never in a million years would I ever dream of doing things like just walking into the shop and thinking, is there a trying on stuff that fitted that and went with it? I actually tried on stuff to think, oh, does it look good? Oh, do I yeah. look good in that? So that mindset had slowly started to change. I wasn't just settling. That's loose enough. Yeah, I'll just go for that. Mm. Now I'm in thinking, oh, does that look good? Well, September I did. And oh, does that look good? Oh, does that look good? And I felt accepted into society. And it sounds weird, but mm. what people take for granted that haven't had a weight problem, what they take for granted in the world, some of us don't. And shopping is one of them. Yes. It's so hard as a big person to shop. Mm. And the only thing I'd come out with would be a pair of socks, a pair of boxer shorts, or a pair of trainers. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. nothing fitted. Oh, it's so lovely just to hear you just replay that, that story and, and that, that scene. Just to to know that you've you've got that confidence in so much as you've got the choice power now, haven't you? You've got the choice to decide, okay, yes, it does fit, but actually maybe something else will look different or maybe something look better. Look better. Yeah. I'd, wear, I'd be fitted, wearing more fitted clothes, to be fair. Yes. Don't get me wrong, I've got a lot of loose skin. Right, yeah. I have got it. I'd be stupid to say I haven't. But it didn't really bother me. No. Um, put it this way, I've never been one to take my top off on holiday. No. Or ever. And in my bear, got a bit drunk, as you do. <laughs> and even my pals of 20 years just they had to take a double look at me and just like have you really taken your top off I'm like yeah and mm. like wow and being in that environment on a stag do you get all the blokes walking around look at me look at me look at me mm. i was having more people coming up to me and asking me and asking me have you been on a weight loss journey recently 
I was getting more attention than the gym bus. Let's <laughs> there just say we that. are then. Win-win. <laughs> um, and it was, and I'd talk to people like it and they go, well, I feel insecure and all this and all that. And I'd just go, well, this, this is what I did. This is what I did. Mm. But you've got to be happy in yourself and be in the right mindset to fit yourself. Mm. And I was having more people come up to me about that. And through like the Instagram and stuff, I do get noticed. I do yes. get, um, let's just say, <laughs> I do get noticed a lot more. People yeah. come up to me and say, I'll follow you on Instagram and stuff like that. And even on my bear, I did as well, which <laughs> was a weird. Yeah. <laughs> and all, one of my pals. <laughs> no, you weren't so much that. It was more, and one of my pals took, tried to take advantage of that, of that situation. <laughs> and every day he was like, hey, he's on Instagram. Yeah, Instagram. Oh, you want to see what he's done? I'm like, look, I'm not here for that. Bye. Just, just leave me out. You know what I mean? I'm here to have a good time. That's it. Oh, brilliant. Don't get me wrong, my mindset has changed, changed down. My confidence has dropped a bit more due to certain things happening in my life and gaining weight, which I ballooned up to Satan Stone again, which I'm slowly getting back off. Mm-hmm. None of my clothes fitted again. And I actually put a post up saying about gaining weight in lockdown and stuff like that mm-hmm. um, because I'm a big believer of the mindset. And even my consultant says, if you need to talk to anyone about a mindset, I'm the person to ask. Yeah. Uh, because I'm really into the psychology of the psychological side of weight loss. I really am, really am into it. And yeah. I keep pumping it out to everyone who wants to start a weight loss journey or is in the middle or struggling. And I try and say, you're not going to get back onto you in the right mindset. No, that's it. And I, I do believe that, you know, the, the eating is such a small percentage. There's so many health books out there diet books if we could just take a book read the actions that you needed to take and follow through with the actions you would and it's not a lack of education it's the fact that your mind will push your thoughts to other places lose your focus and that if we were eating for hunger we would never be in a queue for a swimming class but because we eat for emotions and for lots of other different things, that, like you said, the psychology around it is all quite complex. That is why we gain weight. And that is the, the big picture that we really, really do need to address. You eat when you're sad. You eat when you're happy. Yeah. You eat when you celebrate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's always there. And yeah. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm like, everyone who's been on a weight loss journey does it. They get on the scales and they go, oh, I've lost three pounds today. Then they go straight to the takeaway. Everyone's done it. Yeah. And so we, you've just got to try and get in that mindset of not rewarding yourself with food. Reward mm-hmm. yourself with St. Kels. Put away that tenner and think, every week I lose, I'm going to go and get, by the end of the month, if I've lost a certain amount, I'm going to go and get myself a new top, a new pair of jeans or something like that, just to reward yourself. Don't try not to do it with food. But I'd be a hypocrite to say that I haven't done it in the past because I have, and I still mm-hmm. do. I still do at times now. Yeah, because you're human, yeah. and and it's brilliant. You've been able to share your story so openly. So thank you so much, Sean. If anybody's listening that would like to follow you on Instagram and see what all the fuss is about, <laughs> do you want to just remind us of your Instagram handle? Yeah, Sean underscore fat underscore two, as in T O underscore fit underscore two thousand eighteen. Brilliant. And I'll put that on my show notes on Podbean that will go to um, iTunes and all the other places. 
So thank you so much for joining me today, Sean. It's been an absolute pleasure. And I know that this will inspire lots of people, not just the ladies out there, but the guys that are listening. And I think every time that I get a guy on to share an honest journey, I think we really are making strides with the slimming story because I think it's so important that men just realise that there's help out there and that you don't have to go on these shake diets and you don't have to go on these powdered drink diet things and that you can just eat normal food enjoy no normal food and have success like yourself sean so thank you so much you're welcome so i just want to say that i totally appreciate sean showing up and sharing the information that has done on both of the episodes i know that he's struggling to listen to this i know i read a post on his instagram account that is not yet listened to it and i think it it can be hard to listen especially when you don't always like hearing you your voice playback and it, it's quite difficult for me too just to get guys to come onto the show and be honest about their journey and we don't often hear that do we you know there's so many glitzy what I call pretty journalism transformation posts out there or transformation journeys within magazines but I think it's safe to say that both with episode one and two Sean has truly shown up and delivered for my podcast it's shown us a great insight into how it actually works when you have an issue with your weight, when you can't get a handle on the, the weight loss and the transition from having those thoughts, having those feelings to being able to really connect with your weight loss and have success with that. This is going to really atone with people because it's real. It's a real gutsy, slimming journey. And I so much appreciate Sean showing up and doing this for me. So I hope this is giving you some great motivation for the week ahead. I know it's still hard. I know it's tricky, especially when you've got young children, especially when you've got busy lives. Things still aren't clicking. I know a lot of people haven't been able to go on holiday. I know people are facing redundancies and changes with the work. And we're still in that new world post-COVID, aren't we? And we may well go back into lockdown yet. So, you know, it's all, it's all very uncertain. What I'm going to do is put a link into my show notes for a free downloadable food planner so if that's going to help you maybe you've had a bad weekend and you're thinking goodness I'm not yet back in group and I've got the week ahead it's not looking good maybe a food planner will just help you just set some intentions for the week ahead thank you so much for tuning in until next time take care mm -hmm.